Hi, I'm Omari. And hi, I'm Ethan. And this is the 12th episode of Corona Kids. A podcast where we discuss some of the questions that kids have about the novel coronavirus, SARS-CoV-2, and the disease that it causes, COVID-19. How you been, Omari? Good. We received two excellent questions from two of our listeners all the way back in the beginning of August. Yeah, and it was Frank and Adrian. From Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. However, it is already now almost the end of September. Why have we not been recording a podcast to talk about the questions that they shared with us? I don't know. Have you been busy doing anything else these days? Yeah, school. When did school start? Um, the online meeting started September 8th. Okay. So I think it's important to keep in mind that Frank and Adrian shared these questions with us, I believe, on August 3rd. So school had not started when they shared these questions with us. But let's save the conversation around school for a little bit. And let's take a listen to Frank and Adrian's first question. Hello, this is Frank, and uh, I am 34 years old, I believe. I reside in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I also have a giant uh, mantis sculpture in my yard, which some of the Corona Kids podcast um Hosts may recall, I'm also calling on behalf of Adrian. We have two questions. The first question is, now that you're a big brother, what will you do to help keep your little brother and the rest of your family safe from the coronavirus? Okay. So, yeah, being a big brother is great. And one of the ideas to keep my brother safe is staying six feet apart like usual because my baby brother can get sick if we're too close to one another that has COVID-19. And two, we should not be like, like, as close to people anymore like we should not um like just get give them a hug so that's kind of the same as is your first point about staying six feet away from people that we're not yeah. quarantining with that we're not distancing with in our social yeah. cohort and making sure my baby brother does not wear a mask and we do wait a second wait a second I'm pretty sure that in earlier episodes, we have said it is super important for everyone to wear a mask. Now, you're telling me that your baby brother should not wear a mask? Yes. What's the deal with that? Because he can't breathe. Breathing is important. Yes. It's a challenge, though, right? One of the easiest ways that we can protect other people and protect ourselves a little bit from this virus is by wearing a mask. Yes. But kids under the age of two are not supposed to wear masks. So does that increase the risk of them getting COVID-19 if we're not careful doing all the other things that we're supposed to do to keep each other safe right now? Yes. Yeah. 
So I really like your ideas about staying six feet away, which is something we're doing anyway, right? But it's even more important to practice physical distancing when there's a baby involved who can't wear a mask. Yeah, and an uh, important thing about the first question is always washing your hands. Every minute of every day. No, after what? After you go outside or. Like go on a hike, and or like going to walk. Yeah, things like that. Do you know if scientists currently believe if there's a higher chance to get COVID nineteen by getting the virus on your hands, like from a surface? Let's say, for example, you touched a a bench in the park. And then you touched your face, or do they think it's more likely that you would get the virus from people like sneezing or talking near you? Sneezing or talking near you. Yes, but your mother always is very quick to remind me that even though there's a much lower risk, the total risk is not very well understood. It still might be a way that you could transmit SARS-CoV-2. So what does it really hurt? Why not just wash your hands? Yeah. How how many times a day do you think you wash your hands? Hmm. Sometimes about like four. So you wash them once in the morning when you wake up. You wash them after you pick your nose for twenty minutes. You wash them after you put your hands in a big puddle. Of viral load, and then what's the other time? The other time is sometimes, sometimes during the evening. Not always. Is it important to use soap when you wash your hands? Yes. And you should wash your hands as quickly as possible. No, you should wash your hands for at least thirty seconds. It sounds to me like there's a lot that's different about being a big brother, but some of the main ways that you can stay safe and keep your brother safe and keep our whole family safe are the same strategies that you've been using all along. Do you want to talk about maybe one or two things that are different right now that you're a big brother, like things that have changed in your life or new responsibilities that you have as a big brother? To Take care of him. Is it your job to take care of him all day by yourself? Not myself. You too. Well, what else then? Um. So, to make sure to like not cover his mouth at all, because he can, he can get. He can't breathe if you cover his mouth, so don't do that. What about? Is it important for you to help make him feel loved and cared for and protected? Yeah. Yeah, and I think you're doing a very good job of that so far as a big brother. We'll be right back after this public service announcement. Hey, kid. You know that the coronavirus isn't real, right? Are you sure? 
Of course I'm sure. My friend Bill told me that this is all a big hoax to get us to, to lose all of our money. Are you very, 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 very sure? I'm so sure about this, and I know that Fauci's getting paid to work with the lab in Wuhan to develop this disease to get everyone sick. What do you think about that? I think that's not true. Always get your information from a trusted source. Don't believe rumors. Frank and Adrian had another question for you. Should we listen to it now? Yes. And the second question is, what is your school's plan for starting the new school year? And how do you feel about it? Thanks. Okay. And so this was a great question. And again, I want to remind everyone, this was sent to us in the beginning of August. Do you remember, going all the way back to the beginning of August, what we thought the plan for your school year was going to be? That we wouldn't go to school? That you would or would not? Would not. The original plan for your school district was that all elementary age students would come back for in-person education. Yeah. That was the original plan, right? Yeah. And then the school board held a meeting and said, whoa, 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 hold on. Number one, do we even have enough masks for everybody? Number two, you all took measurements of the classrooms and figured out the maximum number of students that could be in each room. But the maximum number of students is like half the number of students that are in most of these classes. What's going to happen with the other half of students? Where do they go? What do they do? And so they made a decision just a couple of weeks before school started that instead of sending you for in-person education, they were instead going to refuse to give you any education at all, right? Yep. So you're not in school at the moment. Yep. We're staying online for about five weeks. And we're never... In school, like, after the five weeks, in school, we're never allowed to take off our masks. What about during lunch? Are you supposed to eat food through your mask? No, you can take it off, but you have to stay distanced. Okay. Yeah. And um, the next one is... We need to keep kids in classroom now, like not in the hallway. So what's going to happen, for example, when it's your turn to go to gym class? Well, we're not going to be in gym class. They're going to go to our classroom. Your gym teacher is going to come to your classroom. Yep. So you're going to play dodgeball in your classroom. Yep. Really? You think that's going to be how it works? Um, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Me either. So right now, your school is 100% online. Yep. 
the goal is to be back in person in mid-October. Yes. What if a lot of people get COVID-19 in the school district? Are you going to stay in person? I think we're going to go online again. Yeah, the school district has rules in place that if a certain percentage of people getting coronavirus tests test positive or if a certain number of cases are confirmed in the school district that everyone goes back to online education. Uh, and even if there are confirmed cases, like in certain classrooms, then those students that might have been exposed to that person have to quarantine as well. It seems like the number of cases locally are really low right now. And so there's relatively low risk for you to go back to school in person, but that could definitely change, right? Yes. So the other part of Frank and Adrian's question was, how are you feeling about the plans? And I had you do a little exercise before this conversation that you really hated to make a pro and con list, right? Yes. Why did you hate it so much? Because I just needed to write for a long time. I mean, how many pros and cons did I ask you to write? Two. Come on. Was that a really painful experience? All right, so even though you hated making that list, I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about some of the things you came up with that were pros or things that are advantages of online education. And then we'll switch to some of the cons. Or would you rather start with the cons first? I want to start with the, um, the cons. Okay, tell us what some of your cons or disadvantages of online education um, have been. I miss chocolate milk from my school. In, in all of the academic articles that I've read about the transition to hybrid models of teaching or distance education, the number one disadvantage that's always mentioned is chocolate milk. <laughs> and the other one I put is, is being lonely. That makes me kind of sad. Is there anything that you've been doing to try to stay? I mean, we've talked about this in other episodes too. Things that you're doing to try to stay connected to friends, even though you can't see them in person. To call them on teams. Yeah, that's been nice. And today, for the first time since school started and all summer, you got to talk to one of your friends that you really missed a lot. So that's exciting, right? Yep. Can I add another con to your list? Well, are we going to do pros first? No, let's let me just add one more con then we'll do pros quickly. Another con is that not all students like your friend that you just talked to today for the first time have an easy time connecting to the internet and accessing the online educational opportunities that school districts are providing. There have been a lot of reports about the school district in New York City 
And do you know that a lot of students in New York City are homeless? They don't have a home? No, I didn't know that. There are a lot of students that are homeless. And do you think it's easy for someone who doesn't have a home to find a place with a laptop to connect to the internet and stay online for hours a day to get online education? No. It's a huge challenge. And a lot of parents of kids your age have to go out of the home to work, right? Yeah. So what's that family supposed to do with the kids in in the house who have to stay home and get online for school without parents around to help them? I don't know. These are serious challenges, and they are cons or disadvantages of online education, right? Okay, so are we going to do pros now? Let's do some pros now. Okay, so one of them is you don't need to wear a mask when you're online. That's true. Are you worried about having to wear a mask all day when you go back to in-person education? Yeah. Yeah, I think you'll get used to it. I've been wearing a mask pretty much all day when I go to work. And at, at first it feels a little uncomfortable, but you get used to it after a while. Okay, so the next one is calling a meal. Who the heck is a meal? My cousin. That was in the last episode. Oh, that a meal. Yeah. Right. You thought like a meal, like eating a meal? <laughs> no. But that's one of the ways that you've tried to avoid being lonely is since you're at home and your cousin Emil is also doing online education, the two of you have the opportunity to talk to each other on the computer sometimes during the day, right? To start off the list of pros, I wrote one pro in that column too to help you out, to help you better understand pros and cons or advantages and disadvantages. Do you want to talk about that one too? It was low COVID risk. Yeah, and what does that mean? That means it's a low chance that people get COVID-19. Yeah, if we're all staying home or staying out of the classroom, then it's much harder for you to pass COVID-19 around your classroom, right? Yeah. You would have to go visit all of the students in your class while you were contagious and infected with COVID-19 and then cough at them. Yeah. That doesn't seem like it's very likely to happen. So it's it's complicated, right? It's not that online education is just good or just bad. It's good in some ways and bad in some other ways, right? Yep. Maybe we can record another episode to update everyone if and when you go back to school in person on how that experience is. Does that sound like a good plan? Yeah. In the meantime... Frank and Adrian, I'm sorry it took us so long to discuss your questions, but thank you for sharing them. Omari, if someone else had a question that they wanted us to discuss on a future episode, should they just stand on their head and count to 400? No. They should call Corona Kids with the question. And the phone number is 845-481-3622.
845-481-3620. If you leave us a message, we'll play your question on a future episode and talk about it. Thanks for listening to the 12th episode of Corona Kids. We'll see you next time. Piggy bank, bye, bye. Butternut squash, bye. <laughs> Tromboncini, bye. <laughs> Banana, bye. Apple, bye. Jeez.